Welcome to Section 420, Talking Yankees. So after getting back on the winning track by taking two out of three against the Baltimore Orioles at home, the Yankees finally went down to Tampa and had the big showdown against the Rays. Again, this has kind of been the Yankees' new nemesis uh, just lately. You know, bounced the Yankees out a couple of seasons ago uh, in the uh, you know 60 game short in 2020 season, and of course last year the Yankees finished behind Tampa and had that one game playoff in Fenway where they would ultimately lose to the Red Sox. So again. You know, Tampa's been like the new dragon for the Yankees to slay. So they go down there, a little limped up, a little banged up, but you feel good with Nesto Cortez on the mound. And the game was scoreless into the sixth inning where the newly acquired Matt Carpenter would score on an RBI single by Aaron Judge, giving the Yankees a 1-0 lead, and the Yankees kind of tee off from there, building up a 7-0 lead. Uh, but really the, the highlight of the game was another brilliant performance from Nesto Cortez. Um, going eight innings. He did come out for the ninth, um, had to be yanked. Wandy Peralta cleaned the game up. Uh, Tampa would score two runs in the bottom of the ninth inning, but at that point, the Yankees had a 7-0 lead, so technically the score there went to 7-2. One of those runs charged to Cortez, but again, never a situation where you thought the Yankees were in danger of losing that game. And again, the Yankees take the first one, uh, game 7-2. So you have uh, at least, you know, Matt Kopp to bring some good luck for the Yankees. Again, they put him in the starting lineup like right away, which is Kind of surprising. It was just kind of like seemed like an emergency situation. And again, he contributed by at least uh, you know scoring that first run uh, from Aaron Judge. Now the second game, not as high scoring, uh, but still a good pitching performance from the Yankees. Another one. So uh, this time it was Jamison Tyone going eight innings, uh, just uh, no walks, five strikeouts, and only allowing two Tampa Bay uh, Rays to get on base from two hits, and that's it. So you might even look at his probably his best performance as a New York Yankee. Um, the Yankees got him on the board, uh, home runs by Gleyber Torres, as well as the newly acquired Matt Carpenter. So, you know, paying off dividends right again. So, again, just making Cashman look smart. Uh, but, again, of course, the story was James and Tyone, again, probably putting in his best start so far as a New York Yankee. Um, relatively low pitch count. And in the ninth inning, I guess, you know, Boone had a choice there. Decided to bring out Clay Holmes to close the game out. I think if the score was a little bigger than 2 to nothing. Uh, Boone probably would have let uh, uh, Tyone go out there and have the complete game. But again, I guess since technically it's a safe situation, and at that point, you know, Tyone had a brilliant game, you know, why put a situation where maybe he gives a, a bloop and a home run and, and then, you know, kind of kill the whole mojo there. So let him, you know, leave on a high note, his eight shutout innings, and, and home, let Holmes close it out, which at that point uh, was his 23rd uh, score, consecutive scoreless inning. And the Yankees then taking the first two games down in Tampa, and you're really feeling... Uh, excited about this team again at that point on a four game win streak and again kind of says like hey you know what maybe we can take three out of four maybe you can sweep these guys and the next game you felt like that could be a possibility with Garrett Cole on the mound look at the bounce back where you know kind of got roughed up a little bit in the against that game in Baltimore at home uh, again wasn't terrible just kind of had a couple of bad innings and again and, and on the, obviously on the other side of the mound pitching for the uh Tampa was the uh, Corey Kluber, who, of course, the Yankees had last season. And you knew this was going to happen. And, you know, I'll get into the whole thing. The Yankees uh, did give Cole an early lead, a sacrifice fly from Anthony Rizzo in the first inning. But from, the, from there on in, the Yankees did absolutely nothing. Could not get anything going against Corey Kluber. And, again, you knew this was going to happen, you know. He gave the Yankees that one little moment last year of the no-hitter. Uh, but, you know, then they had to go on the, the I.L. for quite an extensive time. Came back. Really had nothing for the Yankees at that point. And, of course, when Tampa got him in the offseason, you just knew with Tampa and their great pitching and their, their pitching and their coaching staff and all that, that, you know, Kluber would just come back and bite the Yankees in the backside. And he did exactly that. Couldn't really get anything going against him. Now, for Cole, he was rolling pretty along strong for himself. Had the one nothing lead until the sixth inning where it seemed like he got a little bit flustered. 
Uh, G-Man Choi uh, ended up walking him on a, on a full count. Now, it was a pitch that was very borderline, probably should have been a strike. Again, early in the game, uh, you know, Cole blew a fastball by, fastball by uh, Choi that blew Choi's helmet off. Uh, that's how dominant Cole's stuff was. Uh, but again, ended up walking Choi in that situation, and he would end up scoring later on from a single from Randy Azarina, tying the game at that point 1-1. So Cole, again, with a great start, 10 strikeouts, but no win to show for it. And the Yankee bullpen uh, with Lutke and Michael King would end up surrendering the lead, kind of a well-placed, you would say, infield single, giving Tampa a 2-1 lead, and they would end up building up a 3-1 lead, and that would be your final score, uh, 3-1. So the Yankees, um, after winning the first two games, hitting a high watermark of 33 and 13, 20 games over 500, then drop that game. So now at least you're in a situation where it's, all right, we got Severino on for the final game. Maybe we could at least take three out of four. And, and early on, the Yankees gave Severino a lead, a home run from Glebo Torres. But in the bottom of the, of the second inning, Severino served it right up, a home run by that aforementioned G-Man Choi, tied the game with 1-1. Now, where it really got interesting for, the, for Tampa was the seventh inning. Uh, Severino still in there, had a couple of runners on, did get a big strikeout in the situation, and Boone decided to pull him for Rob Marinaccio, you know, the pride of the Jersey Shore, who overall for the Yankees has been quite good, but committed a cardinal sin, walking the first batter he faced, which loaded the bases, and then committing the second cardinal sin, walking in uh, the winning run given, uh, at that point, so uh, giving a, a Tampa a 3-1 three, three to one lead at the point. He would end up hitting a batter as well, so a sloppy performance from him. Uh, he would need to be yanked now. Judge uh, gave the Yankees a little uh, a ray of hope, hitting a home run in the eighth inning to cut the lead 4-2, to two, uh, but that would be your final score. The Yankees would um, not be able to muss up any rally and would have to settle for a 2-2 split. Now, normally you say, oh, you know, that's a bummer. You know, you won the first two games. You had Tampa kind of on the ropes a little bit. So you, you may think you're disappointed not winning those last two games. But overall, from the whole vibe of the thing, I don't think it was a terrible thing to split with Tampa in that situation again. Again, you come in here with like half your team banged up on the bench. I mean, DJ did finally come back in game three with that one. But overall, the Yankees, you know, with Stanton down, with DJ out a little bit, uh, with Hicks banged up, with Chapman on the IL, Lawise on the IL. Donaldson on the IL. You kind of have a ragtag, ragtag team down there where you have to like pick up Matt Carpenter off the scrap heap to come down there, and he contributes, at least in the first two games. So I think there is some moral victory to take away from that. So again, you have your good wins, your bad wins, your ugly losses, your good losses. I would say you know losing that two, those last two games weren't terrible. Again, you, know, you get a little greedy when you win the first two. But just to go down there, um, kind of compete with them with, you know, with a lot of your key pieces out. I think it, you know, the Yankees can at least hold their head up high. And again, it was all about pitching. And again, it, to beat Tampa Bay, you got to outpitch them. Um, you know, and you see, if you saw like the last three games, you know, the Yankees offense didn't muster much. They outpitched Tampa in the first two games, but just just couldn't, couldn't, couldn't really edge out Tampa in, in, in those, those final two games. So the Yankees still have a little work to do there in terms of, you know, being able to pitch better against Tampa Bay. But again, those games are very close. And because there was good pitching, relatively short as well. Uh, again, because, you know, especially if you look at that game with Tyone, I mean, he was just blowing through them. And, of course, you know, game through Cole and Kluber kind of just mowing each other's lineups down pretty easily. Uh, so, again, the Yankees kind of right neck and neck there with pitching. And, you know, we'll see next time around. Maybe next time the Yankees are home, they could finally maybe the home field advantage work in their favor. So, the Yankees split the Tampa series. Again, I would take that as okay. The Yankees, um, at the point, leave, leaving that game 48 games into the season um, with a 33-15 record, 18 games over 500. Again, the start of the season, if you would dream that, you would take it in an instant. And just the fact overall, uh, Yankees starting pitching has been fabulous. Uh, had some key pieces down. It's okay. 
And, um, you know, and this is kind of annoying. He couldn't beat up Corey Kluber, but this, you know, just uh, whatever. But, you know, he gets he sticks it to you a little bit. But overall, I'll say a good trip for the New York Yankees. If you want to hear more content throughout the week, then go wherever you get your favorite podcasts and search Section 420 Talking Yankees, the podcast. Subscribe. Get notified when new content goes up. It's exclusive content for podcast subscribers. So why not be one of them?